Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Johnson Wax Program. of Johnson's Wax present another harmonious and hilarious half hour with Rico Martelli's orchestra and starring Marion and Jim as Fibber McGee and Molly. Later in our program, I want to tell you about a free gift that we have for everybody, especially the children. And now Martelli and his men start things off with Whose Honey Are You? Wrap it up, Rico. make it shine like new. If your floors are polished and clean, they radiate brightness and make the whole house a pleasanter place to live in. It's so easy to keep floors and linoleum in perfect condition if you use Johnson's Glow Coat. This remarkable no-rubbing polish dries in 20 minutes and shines as it dries without help from you. You merely spread a little glow coat lightly over the floor surface with a soft cloth or the special glow coat applier. Then forget about it for 20 minutes. Come back again and see the bright, beautiful glow coat polish dry and ready to walk on. Dirt and dust can't get a foothold on a floor protected with glow coat. The luster lasts for weeks at a time and saves you hours of floor cleaning work. Look for the attractive yellow can with the lettering Johnson's Glow Coat. By the way, remember you save money by buying the larger sizes. <laughs> Well, uh, Fibber doesn't seem to be able to hold a job, but here is one that just fits him. <laughs> so, if your doorbell rings, better not answer it for a while. Fibber McGee, the demon salesman, is at large at the corner of 14th and Oak Street, Wistful Vista. He and Molly are about to make their first call to sell encyclopedias. <laughs> 
I open the door, I say, Good afternoon, ma'am. Are you a college woman? Or a college man, as the case may be. And I say, In these ten volumes is stored up the entire wisdom. Oh, I got it all. Uh, what's the name of that volume you got on top there, ma'am? A to C-R-U-M. A to Crumb. <laughs> A to Crumb. Huh? What's the next one? Crumb to dust pan? No, it's, uh, it's Crumb to Dope. Uh, don't get personal, Mike. Let's see what I got here. Oh, here's a good title. G-L-U-B to I-R-K. Glove to Earth. <laughs> I think this is the one I'll show them. Glove to Earth. Then I can say, lady, I'll say, into this here single volume, I'll say, is the entire sum of the world's knowledge on all subjects from glove to earth. <laughs> glove, she'll say. Why, sure, I'll say. Glove. All kinds of gloves. Boxing gloves. Golf gloves. Oh, McGee, skip the glove and go to work. <laughs> Where do you think we ought to start, Mark? Oh, I don't know, McGee. I don't suppose it makes any difference. How about this house here? Oh, okay, Mark. Come on. Ah, I'm going to get a big kick out of this. <laughs> I wouldn't be a bit surprised. <laughs> it won't be like that, Molly. Wait till I start the old McGee salesmanship on, don't All right, ring the bell. Do I look confident, Molly? No, you look scared to death. <laughs> Why? Well, I just asked. The book says to assume air confidence. Oh, good afternoon. Well, what's the matter, Sonny? Oh, <laughs> Mrs. Tweedledeck. I didn't know you lived here. Oh, you didn't, eh? No. Well, I didn't know you were interested or I'd have had it broadcast over the radio. What do you mean ringing a girl's doorbell in the middle of the day like this? My goodness, I didn't get home till about five o'clock this morning and I got a head like a boiler factory. <laughs> five o'clock, huh? I came home in a sidecar and vice versa. <laughs> well, listen, Mrs. Wheeldeck. Are you a college man? I mean, are you a college girl? College? Oh, yes. Bring more. Bring more what? McGee. I mean, uh, <laughs> you being a college gal, Mrs. Wheeldeck, you'll be interested in this here encyclopedia. In these ten volumes is stored up the accumulated wisdom of the ages, Mrs. Wheeldeck, the sum of human knowledge since time immemorial. With your background, the university training, Mrs. Wheeldeck. Now, you... wait a minute, Skippy. I only learned one word in college that ever done me any good in the world. It's the one word that every girl ought to learn first, remember always, and use frequently. What's the word? No. <laughs> Can you beat that, Molly? <laughs> I thought I had her going for a minute there. <laughs> then you found she had you going. Nice going, McGee. Fine salesmanship. Oh, well. Book says don't let a few failures get you down. I got the law of averages onto my side, Molly. <laughs> I don't think it's being enforced these days, McGee. <laughs> Try this place. Okay. Where's the doorbell? There isn't any. Use the knocker. Okay. Open up there, whoever you are. This here's old man opportunity knocking, and he knocks but once. Belly Sally, please. Nobody home. Hey, what you mean there's no... <laughs> Oh, well. There must be a chink in your armor, McGee. <laughs> Never mind, Molly. I'll show you yet. Now, here. Here's a nice, prosperous-looking joint. I'll remember what the book says, McGee. Look them right in the eye and... Well, what's your racket? Speak up, McGee. 
Good afternoon, sir. Are you a college man? Yeah. University of Alcatraz. Oh! Heavenly days, Alcatraz. That's a good school, bud. Lots of my friends went there. You being a college man, you'll be interested into this here encyclopedia. In these ten volumes, bud, is stored up... Skip it, Dopey. I've been stored up too long myself to be interested, see? McGee, don't you know where Alcatraz is? Sure. It's a college in Pennsylvania, ain't it? Oh, California. And it's the same as Leavenworth, without the share of applied electricity. (laughs) (laughs) And you said a lot of your friends went there. Oh, how'd I know you? Hey, Molly... How about this house there? Ooh, looks good, McGee. <laughs> Heavenly days, I, I hope you get a chance to use the rest of that sales talk. I haven't heard but the first two lines yet. Now, don't worry. You'll hear it. Maybe you better let me try this one, McGee. Oh, you ain't had experience enough. You see, what you got to do is... Hi, mister. What you want? Oh. <laughs> Hi there, sis. Are you a college woman? Er, <laughs> is your ma home? Hmm? I said, is your mother home? She ain't my mother, she's my aunt. Well, then, is your aunt home? Hmm? Is your aunt home? Is anybody home? I'm home. No. I mean, can you... Uh, well, who... Listen, little girl. Isn't there some older person here? Older than who? Older than you. Oh, uh, you don't know how old I am, even. No, we don't know how old you are, and we don't give no, a... No, don't say it. <laughs> I bet you're 11 if you're a day. What day? Saturday. What difference does it make what day? I don't know. Now, wait a minute. We ain't getting no place. Are are you all alone in the house? No. Oh, you ain't, huh? No, I'm on the porch. Say, now, listen here. Not very B-R-I-G-H-T, is she, McGee? What say, Molly? I say she isn't very B-R-I-G-H-T. No, I'll say she ain't. She's oh, pretty... I guess I'm bright enough to know we don't want any E-N-C-Y-C-L-O-P-E-D-I-A-S. <laughs> McGee, stop muttering in your beard. I haven't got a beard. <laughs> Well, you will have by the time you send your first book, I think. <laughs> oh, shucks, Molly. Let's go home. Oh, no. Now, remember what the instruction book says. Don't be discouraged if you're rebuffed. <laughs> rebuffed? <laughs> Not so loud, Molly. <laughs> Harpo Wilcox might hear you and start talking about glucose. No rubbing, no rebuffing. Or <laughs> How's this next house? Well, let's try it. Maybe that their college approach ain't right, Molly. Oh, well, the instruction book says that Oh, you have... how do, mister? Are you a college... Hello, Fifi. Oh, Nick the Popular. <laughs> I, I didn't know you lived here, Nick. How do you do, Mr. De Popular? Hello, Fifi. Uh, come in. Come in and sit up and take notice. <laughs> Don't you walk into my fly papers as a fly to the little Miss Muffin? Uh, <laughs> sit down. Uh, sit down, Fifi, and tell me what I'm all about. Oh, no, we can't, Nick. We're out selling encyclopedias. Oh, that is very fine working, if I can get it, I think, Tupi. Uh, selling, uh, impedia bicycles? <laughs> Besides, Nick, I-, I see you got company there. Oh, so... he's nothing. I think you're forced to knowing him yourself. Why, hello there, Molly. Hello, yeah. Pepper. Oh. Heavenly day, 
Mr. Wilcox. Well, I didn't recognize you, Harpo, with your mouth closed. <laughs> I, I say. What you doing here? Uh, these Wilcox, he's selling me some carloads, he hopes. Are these fine glowing coats for my restaurant floor? Oh. oh, well, I hope we're not interrupting. Oh, not a bit, Molly, not a bit. Nick is an old customer of mine. Sure, Cupid. Uh, what Wilcox is saying is nothing but the truth, so help you cross my heart. Uh, he is forward to being very fine salesmanship. Well, you know, I have a very fine product. Oh, by the way, that reminds me. I must get in touch with Marcelli. Uh, may I use your phone, Nick? Sure, Wilcox. You will find a nickel in your trousers' pockets, I think. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> uh, uh, hello. Uh, hello, operator. Operator, give me NBC. Thanks. Uh, Studio A, please. You know, Molly, I was just telling you. Oh, hello. Hello, Rico. Hello, Hoppo. Uh, <laughs> Rico, it's time to play that swell number that was submitted in your amateur contest. You know, I'll feast my eyes on you. Written by John Carter of Bloomington. Oh, by the way, ask Charlie LeVere to sing the lyrics, will you? We'll catch it on the radio over here at Nick DePopper. Thanks, Rico. I've lunched in many ritzy clubs Where all the rich guys entertain I've gobbled pastries by the peck The finest tarts of France But never have I had enough romance I love griddle cakes, country sausage A strip of bacon or two But I'd rather go without breakfast And feast my eyes on you Baked potatoes and sliced tomatoes are swell with savory stew. But I'll take a dinner plate empty and feast my eyes on you. Watermelon and ice cream, chicken livers and breast. I'll admit that I like them, but lovin's what I love the best. Apple dumpling and suet pudding are very tasty, it's true. But I'll give the goodies the go by and feast my eyes on you. Let's have strawberry shortcake. That's my daily request. I love strawberry shortcake, but lovin's what I love the best. Orange marmalade, pickled peaches are very tasty, it's true. But I'll give the goodies to go by and feast my eyes on you.
Julius Caesar. Last week, Marcelli is playing dinner for one, please, Jimmy. And now he's feasting my eyes with you, which is also no good for restaurant business. I think this Rico Marcelli is building me down to a terrible letter. <laughs> Get on with your selling, McGee. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Oh, oh uh, you a college man, Nick? College man? No. No? No, it's a funny thing, Spitzer. There is perhaps more college men is Greek than Greeks is college men. You grab me? This is for the same reason that the colleges has got many fine alphabeta gamma clubs, while us Greek people, we are forced to joining these rotary clubs. So I'm going round and round. <laughs> yes. Well, as I was saying, Nick, you not being a college man, owning a set of encyclopedias like these here will give you the background you need. Because in these ten volumes is stored up the accumulated wisdom of the ages, the sum of human knowledge since time immemorial. I'm sitting on a needle and pin, Spitzer, so I'll get to the point. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, Nick. Now, where was it? Oh, yeah. In these ten volumes is stored up the accumulated... McGee, you said that. Dad, Rev, if you two had quit interrupting me, I could finish. I'm hot both unless I start over. <laughs> In these ten volumes is stored up the... Look- ten books of volume three times is now thirty books, I'm thinking. <laughs> quiet, Nick. Sure, Fizzer. I'm being as quiet as a rat. <laughs> You too, Cupid. Okay. In these ten volumes is stored the accumulated wisdom of the ages, the sum of human knowledge since time immemorial. And in these ten volumes is stored up the accumulated... No, with your background. Oh, yes. With your background... No, no, Molly, that's where you switch if he ain't a college man. These books, my friend, will give you the background you need for your daily affairs, your social contacts, and your business associations. Sure, I know these business assassinations, Caesar. Uh, they've been after me to join the Chamber of Shameless. Chamber of Commerce, you mean? Chamber of Shameless. In these ten chambers of commerce... No. <laughs> Chuck, who's selling this, anyway? Well, nobody, I'm thinking, Caesar. Well, anyway, Nick, these encyclopedias is hot stuff. <laughs> Tells you anything you want to know. Is that so? Why, sure, Nick. It's got something about everything in it. For instance, it tells you how far the sun is from the Earth. 93,100,000 miles. Hmm, and still I'm forgetting sunburn and the swimming beaches. <laughs> this is a wonderful book, Fizzer. I'll say so, Nick. Now, suppose you ask me a question, and I'll snap you the answer so quick it'll make your head dizzy. Huckley duckly. Uh, let's see now. Is it a hard one now? Why is this? That a man is holding up some drinking glass, and he's saying, here's to you, and then he's drinking it himself. And you don't get some. <laughs> also, you are saying, here's mud in my eye, and it's only beard on my neck, maybe. It's all very confusion. What, what is the meaning of these things? <laughs> That's a very reasonable question. Look it up, McGee. Look it up? Look it up where? How did... I mean, where'd you find that in an encyclopedia? This book is not so good. It's simple things like that. It's thought to having no answers in him. He's right, McGee. It must be in the book someplace. Well, I'll see if I can find it. Let's see now. Mud in your eye. That'd come under mud. M A M M. Did you bring the uh, MIP to Opie volume? <laughs> no, I've got nothing between flit to glub and wow to ziz. Hmm. These books is for to having very funny names. I am thinking. Uh, maybe you can look up something about the restaurant business in Zoop to Nuts. <laughs> I'm sorry, Nick. I, I got the mud volume here. Um, 
I'll look it up for you when I get home. Well, I'll look it up in the mud volume and give you the dirt later. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we better be going, McGee. Huh? You've got to sell some books someplace. Oh, no, I ain't no hurry, Molly. Nick's got a nice, comfortable place here. McGee! And while I hate to leave it, I guess we'd better get on with the Well, I'm sorry to be rushing you away from here, but it's all for the most, you think? Sure. He hasn't made many sales today. No, very few, in fact. Almost none. In fact, I ain't started. Well, Nick, we'll be seeing you. Good day to you, Nick. So long, Cupid. A goodbye, Caesar. Oh. I'm wishing you for to have fine luck selling some wow diseases, I hope. McGee. Now, do you know what you're going to say? Can you talk without backing up? No, oh, I can if nobody interrupts me, Molly. Ring the doorbell. There. Well, 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 how do you do? Good day, madam. What can I do for you? Howdy, brother. Are you a college Am man? I a college man? Yes, sir, I certainly am. A boy, I certainly am. Harvard 26. And you, sir? Why, uh, Peoria, 21 to 4. <laughs> Who's favoring me? Peoria. <laughs> well, sir, brother, with your college background, you can appreciate these here encyclopedias. In these here ten volumes is stored up the accumulated wisdom of the ages. <laughs> the sum of human of knowledge, human knowledge since, since time immemorial. Yes, indeed. But here, here, what am I doing letting you good people stand out here in the wind? Come right in and make yourselves at home. Your story interests me, my boy. You have the sales personality of the frank, open manner which should take you far on the high road to success. Come right in, sir. Step right in, madam. Right in, this. Well, thank you. We win. That's how they drown cats, McGee. Huh? In the bag. Don't be so pessimistic, Molly. This fella is the good. He's right. Now, let me see, sir. You were saying... Uh, I was saying, brother, that you being a college man, with your background, you could appreciate these here encyclopedias. In these ten volumes is stored up... Yes, 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 yes. I know, I know. What encyclopedias are these, my friend? These are the genuine encyclopedia phyletica. Ah, yes, ah, yes, ah, yes, I thought so. Thought so? Why, brother, I never mentioned the name yet. Ah, uh, but I am the publisher of this monumental work, my boy. Ah. <laughs> I am J. Pollen B. Follett. Oh, sure. Compiler and publisher of the Encyclopedia Politica. Those scholarly, erudite, and esoteric of all compendiums, if I may say so. You may. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was going to make a sale, bud, and you turn out to be the boss. Now, in your own personal set of the Encyclopedia Politica... Well, well uh, yes, but McGee don't own a set of it himself, Mr. Follett. You see, he... You just... see, Chief, I just started... What? A salesman who doesn't own a phyletica? Why, do you know, my boy, that without a thorough study of this work, no man, no man, no woman, no child can hope by any stretch of the imagination to become a world success? Right here at your fingertips are the secrets of mankind, wrested from the unwilling hands of the infidel, torn from the slopes of distant lands, rescued from the clumsy ruins of antiquity. 
Yes, indeed, yes, indeed. Now, tell me, tell me, can you tell me if the common lowly buttercup is ambidextrous or dehiscent? Why, uh... of course you can. Of course you can. You know that in paragraph 14, page 208, volume 6, there is listed for the world to see a complete and efficient way to test your own backyard for the precious minerals of the earth. Right in my own backyard? Ah, yes. Ah, yes. There are more things in heaven and earth, Horatio, than are... Uh, and you know, my boy, no man, woman, or child can afford not to have for his very own, his own precious heirloom, a golden boon to be handed down from father to son, generation to generation. And you, you, a pilot representative, have been going through life without this magnificent heritage of the ages. Ah, oh, gee, Molly, we ought to own a set of them books at that time. Now, listen, McGee, don't fall. Tell me, dear boy. I will practically make you a gift of a deluxe set of the Encyclopedia Politica. To you, sir, only $333.50 and three years to pay. And all this, my boy, because you have impressed me with your honesty and uh, simplicity, particularly simplicity. gift that we have for you, especially the youngsters. Everybody who likes to spin a top, boys, girls, and grown-ups, will want to own a pair of the new Fibber and Molly spinning tops. A twist of your finger starts these little tops spinning, and they keep going as long as 90 seconds. Spin them on the dining table, desk, or the floor. Now, one top is blue, and the other one is yellow. And on one is a picture of Fibber, and on the other, a picture of Molly. In fact, I might say that Fibber and Molly are the top. Oh, oh Harpo. Top. <laughs> well, well, listen, it's fun to spin one against the other and see which will go the longest. Now, here's the way to get these two Fibber and Molly tops free. Buy a can of the wonderful no-rubbing floor polish Glow Coat in the pint size or larger. Lay a thin piece of paper over the face of the can and trace the letters Johnson's Glow Coat. Send your tracing of the two words Johnson's Glow Coat to Fibber and Molly in care of this station, and you'll receive two of these clever spinning tops free. Trace the lettering with pencil if you like. You don't have to do a fancy job. Even a child can easily trace the words from a regular can of Gloco. Then, mail the tracing to Fibber and Molly in care of this station, and you'll get these two clever little tops free of charge. And now, Marcelli and his men give us March winds and April showers. Take it, Rico. <laughs>
Now, remember, the Mary McGee's invite you back to Wistful Vista next Monday at this same hour. Until then, don't forget about the new Fibber and Molly spinning tops. They're just out, and every McGee fan will want to own them. On one of these little tops is a picture of Fibber, and on the other, a picture of Molly. These tops are not for sale in stores. You can't buy them, but you can get two of them free just by tracing the word Johnson's Glow Coat from a regular can of Glow Coat, pint size or larger. Send this tracing to Fibber and Molly in care of this station, and you'll receive a pair of Fibber McGee and Molly spinning tops free. This offer expires April 30th. This is Harlow Wilcox, one of the floor horsemen who knows his oats, his Glow Coat. Good night. <laughs> This is the National Broadcasting Company.